Welcome to All In. I'm Rick Jordan. Today I'm the CEO of a large technology company, but in 2007, I lost it all. And now I'm here to share the lessons I've learned and the strategies my guests have used to build success from the bottom up. And in every episode, you'll get something to reach for and something to grab onto, whether it's personal development, business, technology, or giving back. You'll be able to ignite the spark in your life to make that change and transformation so 10 years down the road from now, You'll be able to look back and say, I don't even know that person that I was. I'm so glad I decided to rise. I'm so glad I decided to stand up and actually begin to start to ignite the spark, to go all in. Hey, welcome to All In with Rick Jordan. I am Rick Jordan. I've got an awesome guest in with me today, Grant Eastie. That's right. I love it, man. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It's a blessing, man. So pumped to have you. It's uh we were talking a little bit before the show, you know, about mentors and how you were always over at your mentors, John's, yeah, you know, yeah. the, the cool dad. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, hey, we got to start recording this because this yeah. is some good stuff. <laughs> yeah. So he, you're always over there, the guy who was crushing life, right? He was, man. Just always fit, just suited and booted, just had it all together. You know, even if he didn't, it looked like he did, but I'm assuming he did. You know, and uh, <laughs> and we just all, I, I grew up, you know, really good friends with his son, Nelson, and uh, we grew up in the same neighborhood. John's from uh, West Seattle. I'm from West Seattle. And so despite, you know, the uh, the 20 year age difference or just under, I'll give him the credit. It's about 18, I think. Is uh, is. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's just always been awesome just to look up to and um, just somebody I idolized. And so I, I I've always kept my eye on him. And, you know, when you start getting older out of like the grade school time or years that I was playing at his house with his son and just hanging out, shooting hoops and, and stuff, um, you go through like a discovery period in life. And typically at the end of your discovery period, there's some sort of failure that brings you to a realization. OK, it's time to get my stuff together. Yeah. right. You know? And so when you turn to look to who may be able to help me through that type of period because you go through a bunch of stuff, you know, especially when you're finding out who you are, what you want to do, what you want to be. And a lot of people or a lot of people don't figure that out, you know, and it's tough. It's tough to choose sometimes, but you got these guys to look up to. Exactly. That, yeah. And that's who John was. And John was there and I reached out and he, you know, right away messaged back and it'd been a couple years, you know, and, and then after that, we just got things rocking and rolling. And, you know, I learned about his business and what he does. And then, um, once I moved to uh, Los Angeles, um, I ended up training, uh, who I still train to this day, uh, Brandon Hampton and his wife, Stephanie Hampton. They're just great, great family. Absolutely love them to death. Um, and Brandon, I learned about what he did. I'm like, well, what you do would work great with what John does, you know, and you guys could make great business together. Oh, that, know, that'd be man. awesome. Yeah. And so I ended up introducing, saying, John, you got to fly out to LA. You got to meet this guy. They ended up meeting and then Brandon was like, man, you got to talk to Brad, Bradley. And then boom, we're at light speed, you know, VT. <laughs> and then all of a sudden John's like, man, I need to do the green screen. I'm like, all right, I'll do the green screen. And so yep, everything yep. just came full circle. And now here I am, you know, so. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's so cool because I mean, I'm here to record solo episodes, you know, and it's like, hey, we got some good guests. I'm like, awesome. Let's bring them on. Cause I love people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, absolutely. And just hearing wherever everybody goes through and, and seeing the connections of everybody around here. It's just awesome to me. It's good stuff. So you mentioned something about John where, you know, he, he always seemed like the guy who had it together, even though it, sometimes he might not have. Uh-huh. Right. And you're an actor. So we're going to talk a little bit about oh, yeah. that. Yeah. And you're also a, a personal trainer, which you mentioned already. Yes. And it, it kind of blows my, cause most of what I do nowadays, I've got a technical background, right? Okay. So I, uh, I own a cybersecurity firm, large firm that does a lot of cool things, you know, a lot of insider threat, like technical spy type stuff. 
Mm-hmm. It's really awesome. But I don't do much of the the fix it technical work anymore. You know, I'm just selling and I'm just talking to people, or I'm the guy that goes in to get people to give up the information that they have. Uh-huh. You know, see if they'll break. It's yeah, yeah. pretty fun. You That's know? crazy. <laughs> it's pretty fun stuff. But a lot of that is acting. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I've been trained by uh, by CIA agents also in elicitation and surveillance and all that. So a lot of that is really just doing what you can do to get information out of oh, people. Oh yeah. You know, but you mentioned about John, you know, saying he always seemed to have it together, even though sometimes he might not have Mm -hmm. as well. You know, in what I do in sales, I see that relating to acting a lot. A hundred percent. You know, and, uh, but you never want to be fake. Yeah. You know, so uh, can you give some insight into that? Because acting, you have to play so many different characters, but you still have to stay stay true to yourself. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, in many different ways, not just with characters, but with auditions as well. You know, when you go into auditions, you never know what, what type of stuff you had to deal with throughout the day. And just for an example, the last audi- audition I went to was for a uh, Nissan commercial. I don't know if I got the audition or not. Okay. You know, if I landed it. But uh, regardless, that day, like, I, I went to a personal training session. That was a little bit behind. And then I had to go to my bar which I had aligned up the haircut perfect timing so I can go from there to the audition <laughs> and guess what he was late too so it was like behind and then behind and then I'm racing to the audition but I I had to actually still do my hair because he's not like a stylist he just gives me my fade oh, that I geez. need you know and so and then my gas is on E and so then I have to go to the gas station I'm like all right I'm going to the gas station bathroom real quick to do my hair going there there's no mirror in there so I'm like I'm just gonna wet my hair you know so when you walk into the audition after all that stuff that goes down and I'm changing my pants because I saw him in my workout gear and I'm in my car outside the audition put my shirt on my pants on and doing my hair in the rearview mirror and I walk in there okay boom act you know be that person that you <laughs> in need the to moment be. now yeah right now yeah yep. and so you just got to completely just boom zone in all right <laughs> Nissan commercial what are you doing I'm being the boyfriend and we're watching Netflix and I'm dreaming about driving this Nissan GTR okay and go yeah you are you know what I'm saying <laughs> all right what are we watching you know oh my and god so, that's great yeah it's just you really just got to sell whether it's the audition the character I've been in sales my whole life and I feel like yeah. my biggest success in sales was because I love acting you know and I think that's helped so much but yeah man it's just uh you know, with John too, you know, I know he's an incredible man, but everybody goes through stuff. So when I said that, it's like, you know, I'm saying that assuming because he's, you know, a normal person, he's going through stuff yeah, and raising yeah. a family and I have a two and a half year old and I could, you know, couldn't tell you how many times I've gone in the room and just be like, oh, oh right <laughs> you on. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you draw so, on personal stories a lot to help develop the characters that you're playing? Yeah, I, I do in, in like different ways. It really depends. Um, for this recent movie that I was in that'll be coming out in about six months or so, they, they said four to six, but knowing the industry, it'll yeah. probably be like eight to 12. <laughs> Post-production. You know? yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, in the movie, I was um, pretty much the only white guy in the movie, but I was like the well-respected white guy in the inner city. And I have been born and raised in the inner city up in Seattle, Washington. And so it kind of did hit home, except I had to be a person that was already a very successful business owner, like had already done a bunch of things that I'm still striving to do in uh, my yeah. life, you know? And so I was a little bit older of a character, but I just looked at my dad and who he was. And, you know, I just kind of played the role that I, I thought I would be in. So I, I definitely related it to my personal life when I went went for that role. That's awesome. You know, you yeah. touched on something. I, you know, one of my personal goals is always to help people transform their lives, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's professionally, personally, whatever it is. But this whole concept of fake it till you make it, 
You know, so you were saying there that you had to strive to be something in this movie as this character, something that you're still trying to achieve in your own life. Absolutely. You know, which is so cool because you're playing this character. But I've always said, you know what, in huge changes in your life, dive into these things immediately and immerse yourself totally with the right surroundings to where as if you're already there. Exactly. You know, because the hardest change is from the inside out versus to me, the easier change the more natural changes from the outside in yeah so if you want to call it fake it till you make it if you yeah. want to call it acting yeah whatever it is it's almost just going out there and saying you know what i am this person i'm going after it. i may not actually see it completely morphed and gelled together right now but i'm gonna live my life as if that's the case a hundred percent and people i i feel like it came a little bit easier to me just because I forced myself to do it and I just removed myself from situations. But I realized that so many people focus on, okay, what's toxic in my life? Um, you know, you know, this person doesn't give me good energy, even though that may be my cousin that I see all the time, but I'm going to take myself, I need to remove myself from that situation. And who else is being toxic in my life and who else is bringing me down? I'm going to remove myself here, remove myself there. You're so focused on removing yourself from situations that you're missing opportunities that you need to be latching onto. Oh, right on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I, you know, for me, it was more so like, shoot, I don't, I don't care if you're toxic, my, you know, whatever, do your thing. You know, I'm going to focus <laughs> on what can help boost me to the next level in the most genuine way possible you know be genuine with the person build a relationship don't just go for transaction immediately build that relationship first and then let it unfold because if you just go for trans transaction all it will be is okay deal okay deal but if you build a genuine relationship then you might be able to build something great exactly how do you get fulfillment out of that the transactions you know you just don't yeah, exactly yeah you just get bounced from place to place and then it's done you never really know where you're going 100 <laughs> percent. you know yeah. rather than building the relationships you know just like john you were talking about yeah. you know how, how you circled back around years later years later. hit him up and then because of the relationship was established even mm -hmm. though he was your friend's dad yeah yeah exactly <laughs> you, know, you hit him up and said hey you know let, let's talk about whatever it is and he messaged you back right away right away his relationship was there that's awesome man yeah i, I was I on that. lunch break wrote him on facebook messenger i saw it said scene saw the little bubbles come in yeah you know, and this is it had been years you know so it was pretty cool that's fantastic yeah i love acting because it's something that um I, I just got selected to be in a documentary on cyber crime oh nice. amazon prime original coming out uh, okay you know, a little bit from now i'm playing myself love in it. that yeah which is great because I know myself, you know. <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I can play myself pretty easily. But it, it always it blows me away, you know, these method actors that are out there, you know, how they dive into these scenarios and really become this person for such a long time, you yeah. know. And then they're able to shut it on and off however they need to. You know, I know that I realize that's the profession, mm -hmm. but those who are not actors, you know, there's a lot of individuals that are in sales. We still do sales, you and I do, yep. even though you're an actor, but they'll go to improv classes so that they can be more spot on mm -hmm. in the moments in whatever sales engagement they're talking about. And most of it's about stories too. You know, that's why I was asking about stories because it's trying to extract stories out of your personal life yeah. and relate those to whatever situation you're in, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I'm not saying, I heard once heard somebody say, you know, that this was a CIA training, right? That if you're talking to somebody, you're trying to get information out of them and that person has a daughter, well, you better make up a daughter real fast. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So, <laughs> so you have some common ground. You know, yeah. that, that's elicitation. That's how spies work, right? Yeah. But for sales, you know, I, I like to take a little bit more of an ethical approach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do have a daughter. Yay. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm safe there. there. Yes, yeah, <laughs> there. But you know, how do you 
how do you incorporate acting? Because you never want to not be who you actually are, you it's know, just, into something like sales. But what can you take from that and apply it to sales? It, you just got to be genuine. You know, yeah. it's just you really got to be genuine and you got to let let the people know when it's turned it on and turned off and everything. It's hard sometimes, too, because you got two people inside. you. I'm a Gemini. And so I was just born with it. You know, yeah. there, there's two of me in here, whether you like it or not. So you, you got actually two people on your podcast right now. No, Dang. I'm just kidding. Um, we have Grant and who's the other guy? I don't know. I'm still figuring that out. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, applying it when it comes to sales, it's just really figuring out what their need is, what their want is. And and how you can help best. And that's where you yeah. just got to be a good person. And when there's people ripping people off out there and it's just not genuine, that's going to come back to get you. I'm a big it's believer horrible, in karma man. and yeah. positive vibes and just being, if you send out what you get back, yeah. you know, and I'm just yeah. a big spiritual person when it comes to the universe and just knowing that if you're going to do some shady stuff, it's going to come right back around, whether it's now or 10 years later. Oh yeah, so. man. The rules of karma just float around and oh, that's yeah. how it is. And you learned that through life. You know, that's not something that, you know, you abide by a hundred percent. If you do that a hundred percent from the day you're born to the day you die, like you are yeah. heaven yeah. sent, you know, but for me, no, I've obviously had like tough times in my life and I know that karma is still working its way out, you know, but this, the sure. only thing you can do at a certain point in time is just make that mental change and just go, you know, and yeah. don't, don't hold any regrets and just do the best you can. So that's huge, man. No yeah. regret. You know, I, I've had failures in my life and business, you know, yeah. but I look back and it's like when I made a decision, that's a decision yeah. for good or bad. You know, I'm not going to regret the decision I made, even if something really, really bad comes out of yeah, that decision. Yeah, and you may not even know that yeah. it's going to be a bad decision, you know? And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, what happened, you know? And so it's just like, man, you just got to roll with what you got. But just at, at some point, just... Right on. You know? <laughs> I think there's it's okay to have that moment, which I do, where it's like, man, that was stupid, Rick. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> you do that. But then that's it. Yeah. It's done. Moment passes. Don't dwell. You learn from it. And don't yeah. go back. Oh, man, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. You talked about being true to who you, who you are and so many people out there selling stuff that just doesn't provide a solution. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm going to give you a quick story here because I was going to launch a digital marketing company. Okay. You know, I had some great things that I thought I could do for people. And then I hired this amazing branding firm for me. And I saw all the crazy cool stuff that they could do. There's some of them here in the room with us right now. Yeah. You know, and... I went back to my office and said, you know what? Hold on. Let's shut this thing down for right now because I, I don't actually believe anymore yeah. in what I was going to be selling because I found some great people that are actually doing this the right way. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like I would be leading my potential clients into the into the abyss. Oh, yeah. You know, because I don't think that this is the right thing. Yeah. You know, this might have been the right thing 10 years ago because that's who I learned from somebody who had 10 year old knowledge, but it's not the right thing today. So, whatever the reason is, I could not feel right about going out there and saying, Hey, I've got this great thing for you. Give me some money. Oh, yeah. And especially when you're in sales, you could bounce around from job to job because it's turnover rates. And so, you may see an ad, you may get a job, and you may go in there, and then they give you this whole training you know, week of a training period. And then you just get all amped up. Then you start going and selling the stuff. Then all of a sudden you look back, like, what am I selling? Okay. Is this actually working for the client? And I worked for a company that was dealing with all the major news stations across the United States. And we were selling articles on the, or we were selling ads on the homepage of the news stations websites next to all the articles and whatnot. And it was branding and I get it. It's a branding yeah. technique. But when you take that technique and you have a very, very aggressive sales floor with, you know, you can only do so much to help a certain client. But if you're selling clients branding and they're a very small business and it's not going to be seen by many and you don't tell them that because you 
need to hit your commission because this is your job and you have bills and you have a family and then you're oh, in it. Horrible. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And you just don't know about it. And maybe they'll, maybe they're trying to work to some really great product and, you know, it's just they're trying to figure it out and they're good, genuine people, you know, just trying to make something happen or create something that's new and creative and you don't know until trial and error, but you just start seeing some pitfalls from people and it's just like, Man, then you start to get down. Then your sales get down. You're like, what am I even doing here? And then you got to go look for something else. You know? Yeah. So it's just. You will eventually get to that point. So you're really just delaying the inevitable. Exactly. Because I think every person, you know, there might be some exceptions, but every person is really a good person at heart. Yeah. They just get put into bad situations and they really start to feel kind of that, I don't know, that that duopoly of people inside of them just start to come out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you said, there's two people sitting here, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We've got Grant and Grantonio, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I love Grantonio. Grant Antonio, yeah. Granthony. No, Granthony. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone is typically a good person, Hell you know, yeah. and they're just in a, a weird situation to where they start to make poor choices. I wrote a book on ethics this year. Okay. And the overarching point was if you're doing something at the expense of someone else to benefit yourself, then you're crossing into some bad territory. Absolutely. You want to do things to the benefit of yourself all the time. There's yeah. no issues with that whatsoever. There's no problem in promoting yourself. There's no problem about talking all about all the successes that you've had in life. There's no problem trying to help somebody else along with that too, as long as you're not hurting them in the process. Yeah, exactly. You know, and sales is a huge part of that. Yeah. I think that, that it falls right in. You know, these products and services that people just don't even believe in. Yeah. That they're out there selling, you know, you know, Comcast. Oh my God. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do the salespeople for Comcast go home at night oh, and eat a good meal? It blows oh, my mind, dude. I know, man, especially the customer service and having to sit on that it's phone disgusting. for so long, yes, you know, yes. <laughs> but what we still use them. Yeah, I know. You know, that's the crazy thing. They still pay 160 bucks a month for I know. cable. Everybody and does. You got to get the football, yep. you know, and you got, you got internet. So it's insane. I love yeah. it. I cut my cord a while ago. Now I'm getting into technology, you know, yeah. <laughs> a little Man. bit, but yeah, I, uh, I'll, I've got Netflix, I've got Hulu, mm -hmm. but you know what I still have for internet? Comcast. Yeah. Yeah. See, <laughs> exactly. Everybody knows them. They are everywhere. Yeah. You know, it's, it's almost like no choice at that point. You call, it's like, Hey, my service is down. They're like, yeah, we know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's nothing we can do about it at this point. Here's when we might have it fixed. Yeah. Here's a free movie. Sweet. I know. Yeah. yeah. Yay. My okay. life was just enriched. Five ninety nine. You. I know. <laughs> but think of I'm like, the sales people that are out there are, oh, yeah. are, are almost like the same way. You yeah. know, dude, I love the transition too. There's a story I've got for you for a, car salesman right okay and everybody pins car salesman is just the the slime of the earth oh yeah well, it's really cool because there's a lot of transition that i see in that business right now mm -hmm. and there's a younger generation that's almost coming in and taking things over and i love the drive for transparency that the younger generations have oh you yeah because i'm so transparent dude they just want everything up front you know yeah. and that's the same way i am you mm -hmm. know so i go into this uh, Nissan dealer, right? Because we're looking for a new family vehicle. Had okay. a Lincoln MKT. My kids were getting too tall. They couldn't really fit in the third row anymore. There's a reason that I needed the new vehicle. Awesome. Go in there, and I'm looking between the Infiniti QX80 and a Nissan Armada. You mm -hmm. know, the, the, they're really like the same vehicle because one's a luxury brand of Nissan. Yep. You know, and I walk into the Nissan dealer, and I'm looking at the prices. Like the, the Nissan is 20 grand less than the Infiniti. 
So I sit down and I talk to the guy and, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I already know this. I've been leasing vehicles for a long time. I already know exactly what my payment's going to be yeah, yeah. or what it should be <laughs> unless you're trying to rip me off. Absolutely, man. <laughs> I know the math. And then I walk by the, the manager, the sales manager. I pop up my FICO, yeah. right? And I show him, I'm like, look, all my scores are over 800, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a tier one. You give me I the best that, deal. <laughs> exactly. So then he comes back with the payment and the payment, no joke like $300 more a month. Like, that's like another whole car. Yeah. You know, for, for what you're trying to sell me here. They're and, like, back there, we're going to get this guy. Exactly. We're gonna, yeah, oh, yeah. Right on. He has the money. I know. know. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. Sorry I wear nice clothes. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. Sorry I have great credit. Yeah. You know, I worked on that. No, <laughs> no that's another good point. Yes, yeah. I worked on that too. Worked Absolutely. My, worked my butt off on that. Absolutely. So that, the sales manager was probably in his 60s, and it has nothing to do with his age. It has everything to do with his mentality. Yep. And this is the way he's been screwing customers over for 40 years now. Oh, yeah. And it's worked for him so far. But how does a guy like that live with himself? You know, because he's selling a sham. Yeah. You know, it blows my mind. And the dude that I was working with, the salesperson, I love this man because I love, especially those who are just getting out of college. You know, in that demographic, because they're just learning their way through life, it's so awesome because I see him as totally moldable, mm -hmm. you know, and able to learn so much. You know, and I, hopefully I can impart some great wisdom to them Absolutely. also. You know, don't be a dick. That's the yeah. first one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless you have to. Yeah. No. <laughs> don't be the sales guy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's another bad term people use to a sales guy. You know, I have no issue calling myself a salesperson yeah, at yeah. all because it's what I do. Yeah, exactly. But, squirrel. Squirrel. Getting back on point yeah. <laughs> with this. So th this guy comes over, and the, the dude I was working with was about 22, you know, just getting into the business. Maybe in there, he probably was not even working there for three months yet, you know, and I, I'm giving him some insight. And I'm sitting down, I'm showing him how to calculate a lease payment, oh, you know, man. and all the things that go into it. And I work the math backwards <laughs> from the payment that he gives me because I ask for specific information. Oh, you have to. To know that they're not screwing me over. I want to know the. It's called the uh, the money factor, which translates into the interest rate. I mm -hmm. want to know the capitalized cost on the vehicle. You know, that maybe I'll have a podcast just on this sometime. I don't know. But you have a lot, to. Yeah. Because think of all the people that get the cars that don't know that exactly. stuff. They just walk out of there and they're just like. Yeah. And they walk in. What's the first question that a car salesman asks you? Anyways. So what kind of payment yeah. are you looking for? Yeah. And then they will work their back end magic to make that vehicle fit into that while mm -hmm. they still bend you over. Exactly. You know, it's a horrible model. But this guy finally came down to the right payment that it was supposed to be at because I showed him how to do the backwards math. And at a tier one credit score, you should not be paying 9.9% interest <laughs> yeah, yeah. on a lease. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. So I, I'm like, you, you just insulted me. Thanks. You know? So he said, okay, 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 whatever. So here, I'm like, fine, whatever. At this point I was pissed, you know, went home. I was cool with it. They even said, to, I shook his hand because I wanted to help out the dude who was 22 years old. Yeah. You know, he was just talking about he had a baby on the way. That's what I'm, that's the kind of yes. predicaments I'm saying people get into because then you get that job and then you have obligation then you have to do that because you don't have any room to take those months yeah, off you yeah. know so he's stuck he is stuck absolutely with this dude who is just telling him this is how you're supposed to sell yeah you're not supposed to sell something you believe and you're just supposed to sell the sham and diapers and wipes are not cheap no not at all not you know, at all you have so, kids yeah i got one yeah awesome yeah yeah and diapers and wipes aren't cheap. no they're not <laughs> okay <laughs> How old? Uh, he's two and a half. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Very we're working cool. out of the diapers, you know, and wife stage. Yeah. But we're, we're getting there. So. <laughs> That's awesome, my yeah. man. That's awesome. Thanks. I have uh, I have twin 11-year-olds. Oh, wow. And uh, a younger dude who's going to turn nine here in just a, a week or so. Nice. Yeah. It's awesome, man. It's, it's the awesome. best. Two and a half, when you have yours, is right when my 
I had two and a half year old twins, and then that's when my youngest came along. Oh about my that gosh! Time. So I had three under three. So you're talking about diapers not being oh. cheap and wipes. Oh my lord! Oh man, that was fun. That's right <laughs> when I was just launching my businesses too. So it was it was everything crazy. was going down. Exactly everything. Every, but that's pressures. I love pressures. Oh it, yeah, it's so cool. But yeah, th- th- this guy. I went home and I uh, coming back to the car story. Sorry, kids it's get a, me because I love kids. I, I love, love my kids. kids. Yeah. <laughs> I drive it home. I could not fall asleep until four o'clock in the morning that night because I just felt so violated yeah. by this dude. You know, it's like I work hard to be where I'm at, and this guy still thinks that he's just going to bend me over. Yeah. You know, so what do I do? The next day, I drive the Nissan Armada, and right next door is the Infinity Dealer. I take the Nissan Armada and park it in the parking lot of the Infinity Dealer <laughs> just to, I mean, very visually, yeah. you know, so that they could see that their vehicle is next door. You know, I walk in, I walk right into the sales manager's office. You know, there's a couple of guys agree to me. He's like, hey, can I help you? I'm like, nope, I'm going right over there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I walk in and the guy is in his young 30s, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And it, he's a dude who is totally transparent. And I start telling him the story. I'm like, listen, I know leases. And I know that I can probably get this $20,000 more expensive vehicle for really only about 50 bucks more a month. Oh, yeah. You know, because of the way that the residuals work. And this car, the Infinity, is going to be worth way more at the end of three years than the Nissan will be. You know, it just seemed like the first place that we stopped and it might have been a good deal. But I also know, and I hope so, because this is the car that my wife drives around, man. She's going to be the one. That's you, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it right there. That's that's your family vehicle. Yes. That's your safety for your family. You got it. And you yeah. start to think of the service behind it. You know, mm-hmm. when there's an oil change, because I travel, she's the one that's driving it. She doesn't mind it at mm-hmm. all, but I want her to be treated the right way. Absolutely. You know, and if I, if I wasn't treated the right way out front, there's no way that that service department is going to treat my wife the right way three years from now. Take advantage. Exactly. That's it. So it's, this guy turns his monitor around, shows me all the pricing that's right there. And this is the third experience I've had like this too, to where it's amazing and just totally transparent and says, this is all the pricing. This is what I can give it to you for. I can't go any less than this. Otherwise I don't make money. Well, that's fine. I don't expect you not to make money. Yeah. You know, (laughs) it's his job. Exactly. Yeah. But I just want a fair price. I want to pay a little bit less than average yeah, <laughs> because I know my stuff, yeah, you know, and, and that's about it. You make money on it. I feel like I've got a good deal. Cool. And refer Win-win. people to him. Yes. Because right he's on. genuine. You got it. You got it. You got to be genuine. It was super cool, man. I mean, how, I love how this it. Guy, you know, and the Cadillac dealer, the Mercedes dealer were the same way. Yeah. And I'm starting to see this business really turn around too. So hopefully this is great for anybody. Who's so you got the infinity. I got the infinity. So did you take the keys and just throw them back over Dude, across? I, the, <laughs> I, I, I was nice. I know, right? I was nice. I walked him over there. Oh, okay. I didn't drive the car back over there for him, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to damage it, but exactly. here's the keys. Yep. Here's the keys. <laughs> and of course, they still try to save the sale, you yeah. know. And they're like, "We'll throw in the extended warranty now." Yeah. You know, and we'll get your payment even lower than what it was. And it's like, guys, you could have done this yeah. to begin with. Just give me the fair deal right out of the gate. That's all I'm looking for. Exactly. You know, when I show you that I'm a dude that can spend the money and I was ready to do the deal right then and there. Oh, yeah. You know, I needed it. I mean, for my kid's sake, because my daughter's knees were in the back of the seat. I yeah. Mean, she, <laughs> she's just tall. Yeah. So I need a big car. But Lucky, yeah. I'm super short. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We didn't get those jeans. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 6'1". My wife's 5'9". Nice. So, yeah, we get, we get up there. My youngest, though, dude, he's... 
he just had a school program, right? And singing in the choir that was up there. He's in fourth grade. And he is head and shoulders above everybody else in his class. Dang. It blows me away. We take him to parent-teacher conferences for our older two. And he walks in because he was sitting out in the hall. He walks in just to ask a question. And the teacher catches him before he opens his mouth and says, hi, can I help you? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he looks exactly the same age as his older siblings because oh, of how large gosh. he is. The dude's going to be like 6'6 six, six or something. Lucky. I'm 5'7 on yeah. a really good day wearing boots. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> that's all right, though, yeah. dude. You're fit. <laughs> We're right? making it work. We're I know, making right? it yes. work. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I, hey, I wasn't going to be short and fat. That yeah, wasn't going to happen. So, <laughs> whew, that would have been trouble. <laughs> dude, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. We can shift gears there for a little bit, too. I mean, fitness, you know, I, I dropped 80 pounds about okay. six years did ago. Did you really? I did, yeah. Nice. Almost 300. You know, I'm 190 now. You know, I, I work out four times a week. I love it. You know, I, I'm at this plateau where I don't know if I can get any further with my own knowledge, you know, but I, I love fitness because I, I feel like you have to take care of your body first before you can really do anything else in your life. And it's like that old saying goes, you can't love anybody else until you love yourself. And yeah. so many people pretend to love themselves, pretend to be happy, but really it's just being complacent, being content with where they're at and uh, just making excuses, you know, and so... I think that's awesome that you just crushed those 80 pounds, man. And it, it's, it's, Thank you. it's an amazing feeling inside for yourself. And then on top of that, the, the journey of inspiring others when you had no idea these people were even watching you. Oh yeah. You know, yep. and then they start coming to you. How'd you do it? And then you start that's helping always them. the question. Isn't yes. it? How'd you do it? Well, I was really disciplined and, yeah. uh, it was very tough. That's you know? it, yeah. And that's the you're right, that is a tough part, man, because yeah. they think it's some program all the time, you yeah. know, or it's a pill, you know, that, that can make things better, or there's always some shortcut. You yeah. know, just like business, dude, there's no shortcut. Exactly. In that. Yeah, you can crush it. Yeah. You know, but the it's like you're the ten you're the overnight success that took ten years. Yep. You know? <laughs> exactly, man. And people are always like, they're just starting out and they get really inspired. What supplements do you take? What protein do oh, you take? I know. And yeah. I and I just like I cringe on the inside, but I don't judge them and hold it against them because they don't know. So I'm like, look, supplements is supplementing something else. What yeah, it's supplementing yeah. is your diet. What it's supplementing are your workouts. In order to get the most benefit out of your workout, you have to have a diet that's in place. So what do you start? What do you start? You start with meal prepping. And then after you can get that down, then let's really get that working out going because if you get your diet right and the meal prepping right, then your nutrients in your body is going to be feeling the muscles properly and then yeah, you'll be able to lose yeah. the weight that you're looking to lose and then focus on supplements. And then I say after I explain that, don't ever ask me about supplements until we reach this <laughs> stage, okay? Because it's not going to do nothing for you. That's so cool. You know? <laughs> Everyone thinks that they can take this fat burning whatever it oh, is. Oh, man, know? that's yes. not it. You no, know, no. It's, it's about you know a year's worth of just cracking down and making it happen yeah exactly so just get into a lifestyle it's a habit it's like all right, i'm gonna be in the kitchen this much meal prepping or i'm gonna be focusing on this i'm not gonna be eating that you know and then yeah. i'm gonna be in the gym four times that's great you know so yep. it's always the simplest things that end up being the hardest that's it with these you know and then oh yeah it's the discipline that you have to drive home and for me it was just a switch in my head that said you know what? i'm never gonna be like this again that's and that's it. it yeah you have to make that life shift in order to make a real change a hundred percent you know, and you never know when that's going to happen. You know, it, it, it can take a long time. It can take something really bad to happen. Or sometimes it just clicks and people are like, you know what? I'm ready. You know, yeah, and then exactly. they are. You know, for yep. me, it just took like a really, a really tough time of saying, I don't like who I am. And that doesn't mean I was a bad person. 
I just didn't like who I was and I knew I was destined to be a lot more than what I the effort that I was putting in. And I figured, you know, there there's kind of a, a long story behind it, but one little reason outside of the people who actually got me into it, um, one little reason is I said for being an actor, I wanted to get into the best shape of my life and I wanted to land one commercial that year. Oh, nice. And I said, what's the best way I can land that commercial is if I'm in the best shape of my life. You know, they yeah, can't say yeah. no to somebody who's just shredded, you know? Yeah. And, so, and I wasn't at the time. So I'm like, that's, that was my thought process. I yep. was like, I just got to go get jacked and then yep. they'll love me, you know? And so, and I'm not at all. I'm like 150 pounds, you know? And so there's, I'm not like a bodybuilder or anything like that. But You're I fit. just, yeah, I just went and got in the best shape of my life. And I ended up landing three commercials that year. And so I'm just like, my goal was doing that, bettering myself, and then landing one. And I landed three. And I'm just like, if that wasn't Dude, that's sent huge. from the yeah. universe, I yeah. got to keep this rolling. Then on top of that, some friends, you know, helped me along the way. One passed away. And then long story short, like, man, that's just, I just love helping people and love because he helped me, you yeah. know? So yeah. it's just. Well, that's even karma in itself. I, d- I just yeah. did an episode about image, you know, about how I lost the weight and how, you know, all of a sudden deals just started rolling in and I was doing nothing different except that I looked better. Yes. That's it. And, and you I, felt better. Yes. And so that comes off so much more. You be lo- you're looking better not only because you lost 80 pounds, but because you lost 80 pounds. Right and on. you did it, you know. You and so it. that beams out of you when you're just going around like happy because that's something that only a fight you can do and you can win. You either win in that fight or you're losing that yeah. fight, you know, and you won it. I lost it for years. It was cookies that held me down. Yeah, oh, you know? man, Snickers. <laughs> that Snickers is your pizza, thing? pizza, man. Yeah. Cheat day is going off at oh, my that's house. Great. Yep. Yeah, it's coming up here Saturday. So. <laughs> you got it yeah, in the calendar. Yeah. I love it. You know, I, I love Dwayne Johnson because he always – Posts on his Instagram account, you know, this is the sushi train rolling in. And oh, that's I his love cheat it. Meal, you know, but the dude will make like a a whole loaf of French toast. Oh yeah, <laughs> and pancakes, yes. and peanut butter, and so. Yep. And that's oh, like I, love those I days. typically see his posts. That's on a day that's not my cheat day, yeah. and I'm sitting there like just drooling, like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, right on. Yeah, I lost about an inch over the holidays that we just came out of, you know, and it, it, my jeans are all, I mean, I'm a 33, right. And my mm-hmm. jeans are loose now. Again, 33 is like the ideal for me. And, and my wife's like, how did you lose that? You ate so much cake. You know? <laughs> like, I don't know. I know. I'm like, maybe it was like a cheat week or something, you yeah. know, because I know it shocks your body, but still beforehand, the discipline's there. My body knows exactly what it's supposed to do with this stuff now. Yeah. Cause that's not something I do every day. Yeah, exactly. Anymore. And your metabolism, it just speeds up. And so when you get people who have never been on a meal prep plan, your metabolism is like going slow and then you start meal prepping, yeah. it's going faster and faster and faster. Then all of a sudden you have a cheat day and it's like, Oh my God, what just happened? So it starts to overcorrect. Then yeah. you go right back into meal prep and then it's speeding up yep, and then it, it goes rolling. like this and then a cheat day comes in. It's like, Oh my God. Yeah. And then it goes faster after you go back into the meal prep and then all of a sudden <laughs> your metabolism is just cranking. It's so cool. It's like a downhill approach at that point. Yep, you know, exactly. The uphill approach is really into the part of where you decide that's your decision process to actually decide to make the change. Yeah. And even though the downhill, you still got to avoid the, you know, the holes in the road or whatever it is still at that point, you just start to accelerate. Yeah. I think that the uphill battle is all about the decision absolutely in the first place but dude i, I love that man it, so meal prep is the first step you're for saying. me at that, least yeah. i mean that worked for me and i only i only try and preach and talk to people who come to me for help on what's worked for me yeah. you know if you have any special like injuries or medical issues like i'm I, I can't help you you know i'll try and help you find somebody who can help you but if you're just you know you're generally healthy maybe overweight or obese whatever it is but you can you're normal yeah then man 
I'd love to get you going. Meal prep was, it, it's so basic. And so it's something that mainly is just training the mind. And if you train your mind, like boss, Ron Boss Everline, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kevin Hart's trainer. Yep. I love, he has my favorite quote and it's just train your mind and your body will follow. Oh, I and love it. I just love that. It's stuck with me. I say it and I give him credit every time. So boss, if you're listening, I, I promise I give you credit every time. <laughs> That's but, awesome. Yeah. We'll, we'll comment on him in the show notes too. Okay, yeah, perfect. We'll, we'll give him props. Okay. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> yeah. I love those things, you know, about what this is going to follow for business. I always say, serve first and the money's going to follow. Yeah, there it you is. Know, as long as you're helping somebody else, you know, genuinely helping somebody else, you're not that car salesman I was talking about, yeah. the money will swing around. You got to be smart about the moves that you make, of course. 100%. You know, but no matter what, as long as you're serving and that's your main goal, you're providing a solution, a real life solution for somebody, then the money's just going to trail, man. It's yeah. always going to be there. I never have to worry about that. Yeah, it's exactly. awesome. I love it, man. Cool. So, you know what? I always have my listeners come away with one thing that they can grab onto in every show. You know, so what would be that one thing that you can give them? If there's nothing else they got out of today, what's the one thing that they can grab onto? Man, you know what it'd be? <sighs> so many people get stopped by things that they let stop them. And so, there's two questions I want to leave with people and I'm only going to answer one because one of them is really actually a stupid question and I'm just saying it to make a point. <laughs> okay. What is it. stopping you? What is stopping you from a life change that you know you want and that you know you need, whether it be in business or fitness and health? What is stopping you? The second question is why is it stopping you? Why is it stopping you? Do you want to know why it's stopping you? because you're letting it stop you. There's gonna be stuff coming in, trying to stop you all the time. Don't let it stop you. Work past it, push through it, make it happen. That's all you have to do is make it happen. So don't get stopped. That's huge, Just man. keep it going. That's awesome. Two questions for the one thing today. I love it. That's right. Cool. Well, I'll tell you what, Grant, where can everyone find you on social media? Instagram, at G-E-S-T-E. That's G-E-A-S-T-E-Y. And uh, it's my first initial, my last name. Super clever. I thought of it myself. Yeah, and then, that's, uh, that's brilliant. And then, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and then on YouTube, the Easties, I have uh, my fiance and my son. We have a little family vlog on there. So if oh, you guys cool. like cute stuff, go check us out. We get pretty cute over there. So, oh, the that's Easties. awesome. Yeah. Super cool, man. Thanks so much for being here, man. Hey, I love it. Thank you for having yeah. me. I appreciate you. All right. Hey, thanks for going all in with me today. Subscribe to the show so you get the new episodes when they come out every Monday. Rate and review the show if you're listening on iTunes. Follow me on social media at Mr. Rick Jordan. As always, you can find links and references to anything we've talked about in this episode in the show notes. And finally, share this episode with someone who you think might be able to level up their life by listening. I am Rick Jordan, and I approve this message. Yeah. Nice, Sweet. guys. That was awesome, dude. That was, man. I got to look into your business. Thanks, my man. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah.